0: Hi, I'm John Smith. Welcome to Kingdom Real. And today, I have an amazing guest, my friend, Fred Melima. Welcome to the program. Thank you, John. Appreciate uh, you having me here. Yeah, looking forward to tonight. So I just have some really simple questions to ask you, and then uh, you can just... Tell us your story. So tell us about your family of origin. So before we get started, John, I think that you didn't tell me a couple things
1: here. So okay. I thought this being a radio show, as you know, I have a face for radio, not television. <laughs> so obviously uh, that, that is a little bit of a change here. The other thing I thought was very interesting was getting here and looking for the blue door. And then the three knocks, and then you got to make a phone call, and then all the secrecy yeah. to get
0: to this particular studio. So yeah, well, we don't want everybody to know it. Otherwise, there would have been a crowd okay. surrounding us if okay. they knew you were coming. So we Fair. thought we'll just let them see it and experience it live. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. But you did say that you watched it the other night. I did, absolutely. So then you knew that we were going to be taking your picture. If the truth be told If the truth be told all right, that's good So Fred, tell us a little bit about your family of origin What was it like And what can you tell us about that? Uh, Family
1: of origin Uh, Just brought up here in West Michigan Uh, Just CRC uh, Which is Christian Reformed Church Uh, And that was pretty prevalent Growing up And all the way through high school Christian school Okay, so it was a it was a great education. Uh, I enjoyed my time there. I did uh, push some buttons. I will admit that I that I was a little bit on that side. I didn't. I wasn't a great rule follower. I have to say. Okay, but uh, did get a great education out of it.
0: Cool. And how about siblings? And where are you in the birth order?
1: I am number five out of six. I have five sisters. So I had a lot of moms
0: growing up. A lot of moms. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> did god know you needed that many moms to kind of guide you or absolutely he knew that
1: you know i don't think i spoke till i was 10 or 12 uh, I, didn't, I didn't think it was even necessary i just kept my head down and just ate and then left i was like okay oh, that, 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 that's, that's that, a lot of
0: women that was uh, it was that's a lot of women. but a great experience yeah fantastic good what are a couple of your favorite childhood memories When I thought about that, I kind of went back
1: to traveling. So having six siblings, what you find out is there's a birth order. And with that, we had the first three that kind of did their own thing. They were off to college Mm. by the time the rest of us came along, the other three. And by that time, Dad, with the first three, didn't have a nickel to rub together. He didn't have any money. So they talk about going to a, a restaurant called Comeback. Back in the day, where mm. they could have I don't know ten cent burgers or something like that. Yeah. By the time we came along, the second three, we were going to places fancy like
0: Russ's, there you go. so we <laughs> could have chicken
1: dinners and those type of things. So we, it was great, but the the time that we had was to go to Niagara Falls. We went to Colorado. We did the pop up campers. So we weren't big campers, but we borrowed my uncle's pop a camper and we just had a great time traveling across the u.s going all the way out to colorado and i I think very fondly because i was probably 10 years old 10 to 12 during that whole period of of a couple trips in there
0: so a lot of fun good memories yes yeah that's fantastic so well to shift gears a little bit then um if you were to think back and look across your life what would be one or maybe even two of the the more dark difficult painful things you've been through in your life?
1: Where do we start? Where do we start, John? Um, yeah, as, as I thought about this, I, I was thinking back to a time where I was in my late 30s. Okay. And I kind of had a, a, a trifecta going on. One was uh, dad had Alzheimer's, and we had not really had a conversation in about five years the second part was i was purchasing the family business Mm. now he and his brother had started the business and what i wanted for those five years i wanted insight i wanted clarity i wanted him to help me because i was going to purchase this from my cousin Mm. so we were the second generation and he was or is sorry 18 years my senior so it made sense for him to go do his own thing. And he's been able to do that and, and travel and just do wonderful. But at that point, it was difficult because I was sitting there looking at borrowing a tremendous amount of money. And my, my cousin was not making it easy, the transition. That, And then the third thing was, uh, I, was turning, I was turning 40. Mm. And it was just a transitional. And I, and I still... Even to this day, that was my hardest birthday. Everybody's got a hardest birthday, yep. 39 to 40. That was tough for me. So as I think back on that time, it was really missing dad because I knew I had a, a great team at work, but there's still that fear. The fear is, will I be able to continue this? Will I be able to work you know, with these teams? Is this something that the Lord even wants me to do. Mm. How, do you, how do you understand that? Am I, am I getting is the fleece wet? Do I understand that that is exactly what he wants for me? Mm-hmm. And I have to admit, I, I didn't get that fleece. So I'm going through this, praying, going, all right, this is what I believe needs to happen. But always falling back, trying to get back to dad. And I have to admit that I think that Alzheimer's is probably one of the cruelest diseases out there. And what I mean by that is there there he is in a chair and I can't communicate. In the early days, it was, hey, 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 when did you get here? It totally, everything was a surprise. Mm -hmm. And then as time went on, he really couldn't even communicate. And All you look for was that little window. There was once in a while where you'd get a window, he'd have just this little clarity. And you always hoped that was during my time. Mm -hmm. Maybe not when my siblings were there. I was looking (laughs) for that during my time. And it didn't really come. That was, so that was a very difficult time. And I'm going like, "Mm, Lord, this would really be an awesome time to show how incredible you are. If you would show me that my father could talk to me and, and give me what I need to proceed into the future. And that was, that was not to be, John. That was wow. not to be. So that was a very dark period where I'm, I'm just trying to figure things out. And I have to admit that I did not have plans of taking over the family business. This was not something where Dad sat down and said, you know what? You're going to need an accounting degree, and you're going to need this and this type of business acumen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I was more the blue-collar guy. I was in the back. I was doing engineering, fabrication, maintenance. And so when the opportunity came to buy the business, I, I you know, there were some questions, a lot of questions mm. before I said, yes, I would do that. Um, but to, to have some doubts, there were a lot of doubts because I didn't know. And I... I to be totally honest, I've only failed one class in my entire life and that was accounting. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, boy, that's a that's a really important class to go to have yeah. and to know. And and I and I didn't I didn't have that in my back pocket. So there's been a lot of learning on the job. Mm-hmm. And my, my staff has been very patient with me as I, I needed to get caught up and yeah. I did.
0: And you probably hired a really good accountant, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah,
1: sure did. I mean, and that really kind of goes back to what what my business philosophy was and why it worked. It was to hire the best. Hmm. It was to make sure that our CPA was was the best, Mm -hmm. that the lawyer that put this all together was the best, that my staff was the best. And that's part of my job description, quite honestly, Mm -hmm. is to hire and keep the best people on the planet. And so far, it's been very successful.
0: Wow, that's awesome.
1: And I will put in just a small plug saying sure. that last year, uh, we had 98% retention in a year that was very difficult. Mm. So once you figure out that secret, uh, secret formula, it yeah. is, it's a good thing.
0: Because yeah. it is about the people, isn't it? It's totally about the people. You can have the best
1: technology, the best equipment, the best location. But if you don't have the people,
0: it doesn't matter. Mm. Wow. So you actually, as a pretty young man, you were grieving the loss of your dad for quite a few years before God actually took him home. Yes. Yes.
1: Yep. He died. I took possession uh, in September, and Dad died in December.
0: Oh,
1: wow. And then I turned 40 in February. So it was like boom, boom, boom. Mm. But, yeah, it it was early for me. To yeah. be to to buy the business
0: at thirty nine and say, yeah. all right, let's make a go of it, team. Wow! So, you're praying, God, this would be a great time for Dad to show up, even for five minutes. Yes. Never get an answer to that prayer. What happened to your faith and your relationship with God during that dark, difficult time? I have to admit that uh, that
1: obviously things did w- w- wane. Uh, and, I, and I had a difficult time trying to rectify why can't I just have an answer? Why can't mm-hmm. I just have the clarity that I believe, um, for whatever reason, I deserve this? I deserve to have that clarity. And mm-hmm. I never got that clarity. But I had an incredible team, and I did have a faith that I'm going, you know what? God, you know what? God took care of the Israelites out there Mm. for 40 years (laughs) i I think he could manage my smaller issues Mm -hmm. and we could probably work through this now that was not my first impulse okay i did struggle to go all right lord but with time i didn't turn my back on god there was never a point where i said no this god thing no he was Mm. always there he was always there and I, and I do tell the story that um, I had, we were working for a company called Caterpillar, and uh, they had started an engine, and they needed these engines coated. And so they came to us, and they said, Fred, uh, what are your sales? And I said, I don't tell anybody that, okay? He says, no, I'm the buyer. He says, tell me what your sales are. So I told him, he says, Fred, I'm going to double your sales. So I said, well, you have my attention, Scott. I said, I'm I'm, I'm very open for this. So we began to work together and put together a large process, a robotic line, put this whole thing together. But what had happened was we were 13 months into producing these engines, and corporate came back and said, you know what? We're not going to do over-the-road engines anymore. We're going to do just the bulldozers and backhoes and everything else. So all the off-road, which is still a tremendous it's huge, but my segment was being phased out after 13 months. I gotta tell you, it was a difficult pill because I'm going like, we have not paid for all this equipment. It was gonna be amortized over all these parts over the next three years. Hmm. That didn't materialize. But I kept praying, I'm going like, Lord, you know where this is going because I have no idea where this is going. So they closed it out after 13 months and uh, I, got a, I got a call from Scott, the buyer. He said, Fred, we acknowledge we owe you a lot of money because we didn't amortize it over those three years. But uh, we got a year in, and he says, I owe you some money. But he says, can I pay you in two checks versus just one? And I said, okay. Scott, that would be fantastic. <laughs> now, what happened during that time, we went into 08, 09, which was our recession. Yeah. I'm telling you, the money that we were paid by Caterpillar was the money that got us through 08 and 09. Wow. And I always look at that going like, I'm not that good. Okay, I, there's no way I could have put something together that would say, yes, that's it. I am going, no. The Lord was watching over us and mm. said, you know what? I'm going to bring something into your life that's going to challenge you, which it did. But it's also going to make sure that the company exists, that you're going to always move forward. Hmm. And, and it allowed us to continue to move forward and to be in existence, even during a very difficult and dark time.
0: Hmm. Yeah, you never could have laid out that plan.
1: Ever, ever. I always look at that going, wow, that was so orchestrated and in, in not by anybody earthly. Hmm. That was our Heavenly
0: Father watching out for the company. Wow. That's great. So now you're 40 or 40 plus. Time was going on. Was it smooth sailing since then?
1: You know, we've had a few things that have really uh, challenged us. Okay. I don't know if you've heard of COVID, but uh, mm-hmm. a couple years ago, that really was, it was difficult. Yeah. It was difficult to walk into a business where we had less, we had 20% of staff and customers. And the only people we worked on were customers that were essential. So a lot of people tried to say they were essential, but we said, you know, we're going to need an email stating that you are calling yourself essential moving forward. It really limited the amount of emails that we got. Mm. But there were some that were definitely necessary. So we took care of that 20%. what was interesting is in the beginning I came in and I was racking parts. Now, John, I don't know if you know this, but I'm not the fastest racker out of everybody (laughs) at the company. So it didn't take too long to go, okay, maybe I don't need to be the one here. Mm. And it was, it was great because I did it for a short amount of time. And then I just said, no, I'm going to go back home and, and, you know, don't pay me, just make sure that everybody else is being paid. And the amazing thing was we brought on two people at a time every week. We'd bring two more, two more, two more. And every time we did, everybody came back. Now, that is also not a common story Mm -hmm. because I know that a lot of people said, no, I don't think I'm going to go back or I'm going to do something else or I've just kind of had it with work and, and had to reset had a total reset on Hmm. what their values were. And what I was very thankful is that all the employees said, yeah, yeah, we're going to come back. We're going to come back. So I was very grateful.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. Wow. So as you're experiencing all that, um, God's just showing up on a regular basis?
1: He has. He has. In, in, you know, not just that part of my life. I, I love business, as you can tell. Uh-huh. This is, uh, I love the challenge of doing something that maybe we could do it a little bit better than our competition. Maybe we mm. can coat a part, and, and that's what we do. We apply coatings to automotive mm-hmm. parts. Yeah. And so how do we do that more efficiently? How do we do that better? How is our quality rating better than theirs? Mm-hmm. And so all those challenges are on a, on a daily, weekly basis. But now you get to instill that into everybody else there so that everybody understands. It can't just be, you know, management. It just can't be middle management. It's got to be everybody has to understand the quality mm-hmm. and the quality policies. But to be challenged is to how do you keep the same people around? Yeah. And so part of that really goes back to the culture. And what what I wanted to go back to is... If we understand the culture, in in, let me start by saying that our culture isn't laid out in the front lobby. And I'll also tell you that our front lobby doesn't have a huge Bible in it. What I want our culture to say is that I'm important. Everybody mm-hmm. there is important. So when I look at that, I'm going, my job is really to make sure that I go out and talk to everybody. If I talk to whoever on the floor and yeah. say, "Sally, how's it going? Okay. I remember last week we were, you know we were having a little problem with with your son, whatever that is. Okay. Mm. And being able to talk to people and yeah. being able to stop and just say, is everything okay departmentally? Is anything wrong going on? Is there anything I mm-hmm. need to address? Is there anything I can help? Do I need to get out of room? What 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 would help you in this department? Mm-hmm. Again, bringing back that culture. Now, that culture is emblematic or Christ-like to be the servant, Mm -hmm. to serve through this process. I don't have to tell anybody my position. Don't, because they all know. But I also don't have to flex that position either. So being able to go out and rack parts, to go out and clean up, to be a part of cleaning up after a company party, those are the things where I'm going like, okay, if that is helpful to the company, and it is, because people know that it's not just myself and I've got to take off, and I'm, I'm not going to be a part of this, and mm-hmm. get me a cup of coffee. No, I would never ask somebody else to get me a cup of coffee. Mm. If I need a cup of coffee, I, I know where that is. <laughs> yeah, right. So right. those are the things with culture where I, I want others to ask, why is it you do that? Mm. Why is it that that's important to you, Fred? I said, well, I said my boss would do the same thing. who's your boss my boss is Jesus Mm -hmm. my boss is God that's who I report to and I'm going like again, I make mistakes I got to be the first to admit I make mistakes all the time Mm -hmm. but in my heart of hearts I do want to serve I do want to make sure that I am being there for my team
0: that's great so they you're living out your faith Yes. And you're treating every person with respect. And that they but, all have value.
1: But, but I want them to ask versus a them. great big banner saying, this is, this is who we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I, I want us to be there because we want to be there. Mm-hmm. I want each employee. And, and what's interesting is once somebody comes in and buys into this culture, And it might take a year, it might take two. It's not just a month. I got to tell you, it might take a couple years. I have many thirty employees that have been there thirty years. Wow! And that's the part where it speaks volumes,
0: doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, Yeah.
1: because it's it's just it's an anomaly now. I mean, Mm -hmm. you you hear about people that used to spend their whole time at one company. That just it doesn't happen most, especially nowadays. Right. Every two years, you make it, you jump to something else. Mm -hmm. Wow.
0: So, imagine with me for a moment. Yes. Dad is watching, and he's seeing how you're leading the company all these years, even though he wasn't able to advise you and coach you like you wanted him to. What do you think Dad is thinking as he watches his one son lead the company that he started?
1: I think dad's happy. I do too. I think that dad is happy. I think that uh, that he would have had the best time. He would have been, and I know him. I mean, he would have just been there in his blue dickies. He'd want to clean up. He'd want to make sure that everything is, you know. But again, he, he would be cleaning up. He would take care of that side of it. But again, given, given just high accolades for how management or culture is working. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah, I think he's uh, real proud of you. Yeah. I think so. I think so. And my guess is what limited ability he had mentally in those last several years, he probably wanted to answer some of your questions even more than you wanted him to, but he couldn't. He couldn't. So just imagine whatever level of frustration when you have Alzheimer's, what's your, what they're dealing with, but in those clear moments, if he. He probably really wanted to say something and just couldn't. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Wow. So life doesn't always work out the way we would like on every phase, but God is the, he's the master of taking even our difficult times and our hard times and using that to refine our character. And uh, he's doing a good job refining you into the image of Christ. So proud of you, brother. Thank you, brother. That's really cool. And it's, it's fun to hear somebody talk about the family business with such passion and such excitement and such depth and, um, and that you really care about every one of those people. That, that's impressive to me. Right. I, really I am blessed to
1: be able to do this. I am blessed. And I, and I got to tell you, I have a great staff that uh, I don't have to run day to day. -hmm. Don't have to do that. That is all taken care of, and so that I can focus on these other things—yeah, people and making sure that if there are any issues, how can I how can I alleviate any Mm -hmm. of those barriers? Yeah, and how can I help retain the best people Mm -hmm. and focus on that and know good people? So if we ever do get a slot, hey,
0: we've got somebody got somebody in the queue. So I'm going to pretend I'm one of your employees. Great. Um, either currently or potentially, maybe somebody watching this, is like, man, I'd like to work for that guy. Um, if you had to summarize in the next few minutes a message of hope for anybody in the world that might listen to this, what would you say?
1: I would say, John, don't connect your identity to anything other than Christ because you're going to be disappointed Hmm. if your identity is your work your work's going to go away something's going to happen it's not going to be there if your identity is your children they're going to let you down in some way Hmm. there's going to be a disappointment it's going to be difficult if it's the economy we already know (laughs) that one we already know that and there's so many other areas that if you don't tie it Christ it doesn't work Mm. because then we're not motivated because then we've got an excuse because then there's something else that got in the way something else well my children did this or my spouse did that or the economy now we always have an excuse Mm. we don't have an excuse if we're looking to Christ because he's perfect so it's always right when we go with him Mm
0: -hmm. good that's a good answer <laughs> <laughs> i love it that's good so any closing comment we got like maybe two minutes anything that we could have got into that we didn't Rewrap anything
1: uh i think the uh the james
0: one two ah there we go so fred yes if you were to pick out one of the verses or a couple of the verses in the Bible that are kind of your go-to verses, yes. no matter what you're dealing with, what would that be, and can you share it with us? Love to. Uh, James
1: 1-2, consider it a sheer gift, friends, when tests and challenges come from you from all sides. So why
0: is that such a special verse for you?
1: because I felt that because I felt that I was being attacked during that time and I'm going like Lord come on and then I kept reading it and I kept going back to it I'm going like he must love me he must love me if he continues to challenge me and I'm not turning my back on him he continues to challenge me and I'm going like with that comes maturity and spiritual maturity is what we all are striving for. Mm-hmm. And that is, I, I needed that. I have to admit, John, yeah. I went, uh, those, those 39, I was not spiritually mature. Yep. And I needed to grow up. And it helped me to grow up
0: quickly. Yeah. I remember being in your house. Yep. And you actually painted that on the wall of your house, <laughs> didn't you? I sure did. <laughs> that way you saw it every day, multiple times a day. Right there in the kitchen. Yeah. Right there in the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Perfect placement. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Fred.
1: Thank you, John. Appreciate, I appreciate it. Appreciate
0: your friendship. Appreciate your character. And um, we're going to spend eternity together, and that's really going to be fun.
1: That is. That is exciting. Yeah. That's what we look forward to.
0: Absolutely. Looking forward to that. Thanks, brother. Thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Well, my name is John Smith. You've been watching Kingdom Real. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And we look forward to seeing you again real soon. God bless.